This week's episode made possible by our friends at Independent Bank. You can learn more about them at i-bankonline.com. Good morning, Memphis. It is another Tuesday here in the 901, and it is Teacher Appreciation Week, and the crowd is going wild. Woo! Woo! Um, We are obviously very thrilled to be able to support Memphis area educators all year long, but we do it best um during teacher appreciation week i gotta say (laughs) we do some amazing giveaways and things for teachers of that nature during this week and we are so excited to just celebrate those that are giving back to the future of truly all of our lives i mean nobody is more important than an educator I mean, truthfully, it is what profession creates all other professions. Correct. You guessed it. It's, it's <laughs> education. Um, and we have one dope educator in the studio today to talk to us. That's right. We have the one and the only David Jameson, a.k.a. the dope educator. You might know him from his viral video where he memorized dozens of unique handshakes for each of his students to remind them that they are unique, loved, and accepted. Or from his billboards, print ads, and segments on national so platforms like Forbes Magazine, Good Morning America, The Kelly Clarkson Show, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so soon after making national news, he was hit up in his DMs by Gap Kids for his multimedia ad uh, yeah. featuring not only him and his school, but also his students, his scholars. wait to talk about all of that. So um, he's right here today to talk about all things education for Teacher Appreciation Week. And I think the bell just rang. So let's get into class. This class is in <laughs> session. Let's go. All right, guys, welcome to the studio, David Jameson, the Dope Educator. How exciting. Thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. It's so just fun to have you here, specifically for this week, but just in general. Um, So before we get into how you became the Dope Educator, this man that sits in front of us, I want to kind of take it back. Okay. You were a kid once upon a time, I would assume. You know, that's how things work. (laughs) Um, So long before you became the Dope Educator and you were little David sitting in a classroom somewhere, what were were you like as a kid? Mm, Well, let's go back. Let's go back. I feel like I need need, like the fading music that fades you out in memory. Yes. Well, I was that kid growing up that was uh, counted out. I stayed in Trobin School. I was oh, wow. often suspended. Um, and part of the reason is because I didn't really have teachers that I could really uh, re- relate to. Mm-hmm. And also, most of the teachers didn't understand the trauma that I dealt with growing, growing up. Okay. Uh, so growing up, my father and mother divorced when I was about 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And see, many, many people have different um, definitions as it relates to trauma. So Correct. that yeah. <laughs> that divorce was a traumatic experience for me. So yeah. uh, in return, I acted out because I wanted the attention that I wasn't getting at home. Um, so mm-hmm. I was suspended. I was put out of school. Um, and it was a journey to mm-hmm. get where I'm at today. But it all shifted uh, when I uh, met my mentor. Okay. And if I can fast forward, I met my mentor when I was in, in, in uh, college. Okay. Um, so um, I remember when I was in school, I, was, I, I, I recall making all Fs one year. So No. <laughs> yes, I made all Fs, <laughs> not a CD or not all Fs, right? So uh, my father initially moved back to be closer to me. Okay. And the following year, I made on the roll. Oh, wow. Whoa. That just okay. goes to show the impact 
that a male can have in your life. Absolutely. And so I transitioned, eventually went to college, and that's when I met my mentor mm -hmm. that played an important role in my life. And uh, going into college, I was on the dean's list. I, I won pageants. I was, you turned uh, it around? Yes, yeah. I hey made it 180. Yeah. I was Mr. G uh, GQ. Okay. Um, uh, 2008, it was uh, a pageant for Delta Sigma Theta. Yeah. So we're working Hey, oh, hey, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I, I won that pageant. It's like things just took off when I went to college. And yeah. uh, it just kind of just helped to create the dope educator before I actually became the dope right. educator. So I, I give that credit to my cottage, Tougaloo Cottage in Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, oh you're. Look, I am originally from Kosciuszko, Mississippi, okay, yeah, and now we're far. outside of Jackson. Yes, so here for it. Yes. Um, but that's really cool how you spoke to a little bit how those doors started kind of opening mm -hmm. for you a little. Mm -hmm. um, and you were just kind of like, oh, here's a moment. Here's a moment. Absolutely. You were kind of collecting those positive moments mm -hmm. since you met your mentor, yes. which I think is interesting. Talk to us a little bit more about your mentor. Mm -hmm. Like, how did you go about finding them? What mm -hmm. was it that was so powerful about the mentee-mentor relationship? Yes, uh, before I go deep into in, in to this I want everyone to understand that uh, having a mentor is so important yes. in life it's important because it's uh, oftentimes you can see the picture when you're in the frame you know so uh, oh, yes. you know, so a mentor gives you the opportunity to see things that you wouldn't necessarily see uh, and it's also important to have with that same energy you take and you pour into someone else with that mm -hmm. same that same energy. So I actually met my mentor because he was my personal trainer oh, wow. uh, in college. And we would just have, you know, conversations, you know, while we're training. And before I know it, I asked him, I was like, hey, can you be my mentor? Yeah. Like, I would like I would love to have you as a mentor because he was so transparent with me about his struggles. Mm -hmm. And it inspired me to uh, to just stay in contact with him, mm -hmm. you know, uh, because he was like encouraging me with that not even knowing yeah. that he was so i just saw him as someone that i i looked up to and even to this very day like we talk every single day <laughs> right awesome. and he holds me accountable yeah. so um it's very important to have that accountability partner and so that's what he brings to me that accountability that is needed to help me to maximize Absolutely. my fullest potential in life all of us we we need that you know we need someone that's going to tell us the truth even if we don't want to hear it. you know we need yeah. people that you know that's going to tell us exactly how it is because if they're always agreeing with everything that you're, you're saying that's really not accountability no no yes. no I, a couple things that stand out to me about that is that it naturally progressed mm -hmm. like from that respect and trust that like Absolutely. just regular conversations turned into something that was like hey this is actually much more meaningful yes, yes and also the bravery to be like hey can will you be my mentor Absolutely. i feel like that's a lot of times the mentees like biggest hurdle is Absolutely. just flat out making that ask mm. because you don't feel either worthy or like you've had that base relationship or absolutely. whatever it is so the bravery and courage mm -hmm. that, that took i love absolutely and then again if you're surrounded by yes people mm. that's the that surest part. way for for <laughs> bad part. for bad things to yes. happen. Having yes. someone hold up a mirror to you and your Ooh. actions and hold you accountable mm -hmm. for them mm -hmm. is, especially in a mentor state, is one of those things where you're like, ooh. It's humbling. I don't look so yes. good right now. That's humbling. Um, I need yeah. to fix that. So, yeah. again, retweet AT on the bravery front because it is yes. not an easy thing. Yes. So those experiences, you mm -hmm. got to college, you found a mentor, all of those things. How did that lead to you wanting to be an educator? Mm. <laughs> I can share this story with you, right? I love uh, so. stories. 
going into college, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Yeah. I just know that I wanted to go to college. I feel like that's a, a common story. Yes, yeah, yes, that is. Yes, yeah, we need to normalize that too. So retweet for that. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so I was just excited to uh, first finish high school, mm -hmm. right? That's um, a celebration. Yeah. For 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 me, it was. For I was sure. about to say that that one yeah. F year, you, yeah, you yeah. finished strong. Absolutely. Get, see what I did? F with finish. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't because I couldn't do it. You know. Yeah. It was just because I needed that that motivation Absolutely. um so uh when i went to college i had no idea what i wanted to do i, I remember choosing to major in biology right mm -hmm. that changed quickly <laughs> well, christy was the same way over here with pre-vet yes. yeah. <laughs> then she was like yeah no that's a no for me <laughs> chemistry hard pass yeah yeah i was like yeah you know I, I don't think biology is for me so i remember going to an information session at um a library at my college mm -hmm. And the gentleman that was speaking, he said, uh, if you don't know what you want to major in, just major in something that you're good at. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I love to read. I love to write. I've always been good in you know, English. So mm -hmm. I chose English, right? Um, not knowing that one day I would become an English teacher. I just <laughs> wanted to just, just do something. Do something I could do it. Exactly. You were just good at do, it, yeah. Exactly. And I had no idea that, you know, it was going to be a struggle, like, typing papers every single day i had no idea what i signed myself up for uh but i pushed through i pushed through and i'm glad i did mm -hmm. um so i don't, I don't want to get too deep into how i got right. into education because i don't know how how far we're about to go, go going to <laughs> but i don't want to you know I'm i don't want to take wherever you want to take okay. the journey yes. sir okay so you're driving <laughs> we're in the passenger seat here yeah so so basically right i had no idea that i was going to use English. Correct. I just yeah. know that I was good in English. I could read. I could write, and I wanted to mm -hmm. major in English. So I eventually I finished uh, college. You know, uh, I finished with the bachelor's degree in English. Um, yes. Um, initially, after college, I got into several different jobs. Like I, I was a labor coordinator. I managed nurses. I got into banking. Yeah. I got into acting, commercial print, um, modeling. Like okay. I did a lot I can of see that. Shows. You're a very dapper gentleman. <laughs> Thank you. I did a lot of shows. And I, matter yeah. of fact, I stayed in Atlanta for, for, uh, for about a year, right? So I, I had the pleasure to um, uh, do a Tyler Perry uh, show. I oh, did cool. Greenleaf with um, Oprah Winfrey. Wow. Um, yeah. The Quad, uh, music uh, video. So I, you know, wow. I kind of ventured into. You were building like, that portfolio yes, up. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. But I was just, you know, I had my, my, my finger in just several different mm -hmm. uh, things at the time. Had no idea exactly where I was going, but I just know that it was greatness on my life. Mm -hmm. And I just knew that it was going to be something great eventually. Yeah. So while I'm on TV, you know, not knowing that it was going to circle back around, right? So I was serving tables at another Broken Egg. Okay. Um, so while doing acting, mm -hmm. I was serving tables at another Broken Egg. And I bumped into my principal, <laughs> who's from my hometown, Coldwater, Mississippi. That's insane. Right? So um, he saw me um, serving tables, and he was like, hey, do you have a passion for kids? Because we need more black men in, in education. Uh, mm -hmm. See, many people don't understand that black men only make up 2% yep. in education, right? So he, he asked me that, that critical question. And I said, yeah, I have a passion. So before I know it, by me saying yes, in two weeks, I was in a classroom teaching. Talk so, about fast! Wow. Yeah. Were you so in the classroom? Were you in Memphis, or were you where? Where did you yes. land that first time? Memphis. So I've always taught in Memphis. Always. Okay. Um, 
my first school was at Newberry Elementary School my first year. Okay. Um, after my first year, um, my principal got a promotion to Hickory Ridge mm-hmm. Elementary. Um, so that's actually where I finished uh, my last, what, last three years, four years? Okay. Uh, was right there at Hickory Ridge Elementary. That's how you know you were destined to be yeah. an educator. Yes. The way yes. that yes. works. I mean, you were mm-hmm. working at another broken egg mm-hmm. and you're Coldwater, Mississippi of all yes. places. Yes. Your, he shows up there mm-hmm. where you were at that time. Absolutely. That is a crazy clandestine that's thing. Destiny. No. That's destiny. So you ended up in Memphis. You mm-hmm. t- have taught in Memphis your entire career. That's what brought you here, but I'm very curious as to what has kept you here. Mm, I think that Memphis is just a beautiful place, um, and we also need passionate educators that understand that we have the opportunity to change and to help inspire our mm-hmm. next generation of leaders. So I just felt in love with uh, Memphis, the city of Memphis. You know, I could have chose uh, my hometown, Absolutely, Mississippi, yeah. right? But mm-hmm. Also uh, in need of great educators. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. absolutely. But uh, for me, uh, Memphis this is where you was were the led. place. Yes, yeah. I, I was led to Memphis. I think just like you mentioned, uh, this was destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, and after moving downtown Memphis, I fell in love with just the city of Memphis. Yeah. And the kids, um, most importantly. Uh, I've I've been like several places and spoke, you know, many different places because I also do keynotes as mm-hmm. well, right? And it's just something special about the students, the kids, our our next generation of leaders in Memphis, Tennessee, they need to see a representation of who they are and also just educators in the positive light doing things, just not just sticking to the script, right, but going beyond the script to reach mm-hmm. each, each child's heart. You were just talking about, you know, that unique approach mm-hmm. to teaching and students and the future that they hold for us. Speaking of unique, mm-hmm. you <laughs> got very well known for your unique handshakes that you have with each of your students individually. Mm-hmm. Take take us through that. Like, where did that even idea spark? Where did it come from? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, <laughs> me and my best friend of twenty plus years. Uh, shout out to Princeton James. Princeton James. Was, <laughs> I love well, a friendship my, shout out. Now. Yes. Yes. My best friend of twenty plus years. We've always had this secret handshake going up, right? <laughs> So this secret handshake, it set us apart from everybody else. So when I became an an educator, I realized that I have many students that I consider my best friends. Mm -hmm. So uh, I wanted to create something uh, that would allow me to actually catch the fish before I can clean the fish. There's the Mm -hmm. saying that I use, right, that you have to be able to catch the fish before you can clean the fish. I think that oftentimes many of us are trying to clean a fish that we haven't caught yet. And there's also another saying that goes, if you give me a fish, I eat for a day, right? But if you teach teach me for a fish, I eat for a lifetime, right? So uh, my whole thing was just trying to just build relationships Mm -hmm. with kids, letting kids know that they are more than just a test score. Um, So every single day uh, I started you know the new school year mm-hmm. the momentum for the school year was all about me telling each kid uh, to create your own secret handshake i told them that whoever creates the best handshake i will have a surprise for you at the end of okay. the school year okay. so that kind of motivated the kids. yeah, yeah, yeah. it kind of <laughs> motivated the kids because like kids like to be incentivized oh, if yeah. you can incentivize a kid a kid will do anything oh yeah right? so will most adults <laughs> <I know. laughs> right, right exactly because we we love to feel yeah, appreciated right yeah. So, you know, I, I told the kids to, you know, create um, a handshake. The kid who can be the most creative, 
I would have a surprise for them. And like those kids, they got creative with it. those handshakes. Um, so it, it, it definitely started something. I had no idea that it, it was going to like blow up the way that it did. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I just wanted to show educators uh, uh, just, just across the world. And not only educators, also parents, like the importance of just building relationships mm-hmm. with kids. It's so important. That's the foundation to anything. The foundation of any lesson is love and belonging. So mm-hmm. if I can instill in each kid uh, that I care more about you than just the test score first, I know that the test score is not going to be a problem. Ooh, letting that, that yeah marinate for a minute. I'm still over here thinking about the catching a fish before <laughs> you can clean it. I mean, truer words have never been spoken. So your handshake habit is what eventually led you and your students to starring in a viral commercial yes, for Gap. Yes, shout out that to Gap. Showcased your <laughs> yes, unique approach to yes. education. So, um, can you talk to me about how that happened? Oh, wow, how wow. how your you know annual handshake competition yeah. turned into a national mm. ad for yeah. Gap Kids? Oh, yes. <laughs> so hopefully I won't get emotional when I oh it's okay when I reflect back on this story because this was like one of the most amazing experiences yeah. of my life and also uh, my students as well. Um, actually, last year it just happened. Last year, after being featured on. Just every, about every major network. Yes, Kelly Clarkson Show, all, yes. Yes, all these yes. places. People Magazine, Forrest Magazine, Kelly Clarkson Show, ABC. I can go it's on insane. and on. It's yeah. Crazy. yeah, it's a wild list yes. in and of itself. Yes, yes. Like Gap commercial <laughs> set aside. You were yes. already. And I would have been okay with just, just that. The gap. Yeah, just falling into the gap would have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, everything else. So um, I'm not sure how my casting director found me. Maybe it was one of the, you know, the, the, the major the outlets. The appearances, right? yeah. Social media. I'm definitely not sure, but I know that Jennifer Starr, she's a ma- she's a major casting director. She has casted mm. pretty much everyone that you can think of, right? So I was just at school one day going about my normal day, yeah. and I saw this email from Jennifer Starr. And she was like, hey, this is I'm Jennifer Starr, the casting the director for Gap, I have, you know, she, she just showed me the whole resume and yeah. and just pretty much told me what this would be, that I would be, like, featured in this national commercial on billboards and print ads. All Multimedia, the yeah, it's, yes. yes, it's not just one medium here. Yes, yes. yes. So, um, I would be honest to say, when I first saw it, I thought it was a scam. I right? was just about to ask that. Like, when <laughs> yeah, you get that, you're I, like, oh, this is no, no good junk holder. The skeptic yeah. in us all was like, wait, 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 wait. Yes. Because <laughs> the thing is this. I almost missed it. Okay. You have to check your spam, guys. Yep. You have to I'm the world's worst about checking my spam. And now everybody's like pulling over their car to be like, hold up. What? <laughs> what? Gap, right. Gap may be yes. waiting in my spam. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So if if you don't take away anything else, take away this. Check your spam, guys. Uh, I was literally just um, going about my normal day. So before I, before I even saw that email, she DM'd me on Instagram. Okay. She was like, hey, it's Jennifer, you know, from Gap. Um, I'm not sure if you received my email, but you should check your spam. This love is a, a great opportunity. I so, do love a follow-up again. Right. Follow-up people. Yes, and she did not have to do that. And she was just like, hey, you, w- you would be surprised how many people miss amazing opportunities by just because they don't check their spam. So I went back, checked my spam, and I saw the, oh, my goodness, the price, the oh, and the kids, that they're, they're being compensated Everybody. in yeah. school. And I'm like, oh, this is real. 
Oh, okay. This is real. Okay. Um, so um, I checked it, and before I know it, they told me that they're going to fly to Memphis, Tennessee, to film a national commercial for the clothing line Gap, featuring me and my students. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone saw that commercial, these were not paid actors. These yeah. were all my students, and they actually told me to choose 12 students. Oh. I chose <laughs> 23. I was about to say, how do you and, do it there? <laughs> I mean, my word. Jeez, right. like and picking a favorite child. Yes, yes. And the thing is this, like, they casted all the kids that I oh, that, that I chose. So, I uh, love that. So amazing. Shout so out amazing. to Gap for that. Yes. Love it. Yes. So um, that campaign, oh, my goodness, it not only changed my life, but it changed those, those kids' lives. Yeah. You know, just imagine growing up in underserved, communities just being able to be a part of something monumental like this built like the confidence of so many students just seeing themselves on a billboard Mm -hmm. on Times Square in in New York City seeing themselves on a national commercial internationally not just nationally internationally right yeah and the parents saying hey hey, this is my child in a national commercial with the clothing line gap and it's 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 not just the commercial it's about the world getting the opportunity the opportunity to see what can happen when you build relationships Absolutely. with kids. Not only can you inspire your child, but you can help uh, just show a child that they can do anything that they want to do. That they can, like, <laughs> where they can go in life is is unimaginable. Like, just by us just living out what we do every single day, this can lead to this, yeah. right? We never knew that this was going to happen. We never knew what was ahead. Prior to that year, mm-hmm. I fell into a deep state of, of depression. Uh, uh, Many yeah. people don't, because, uh, you know, that COVID was like the year prior, right? Yep. Right? So um, prior to that year, it was like a, a dark time, year, yeah. a dark time for me. And I did not think that I was going to come out of that, right? But it's in that season of isolation and loneliness when the caterpillar gets its wings. It's oh, in the season of isolation the and loneliness today. when a caterpillar gets its wings. So that next season for us was us getting our wings. And it put Memphis on the map. It put Coldwater, Mississippi on the map. Mm-hmm. And it showed kids that you can do anything in life. What's if possible, What you want to yeah. do if you are your, yourself, if you be your unapologetic self in every room that you walk in, not only where people see you on a larger platform, right. people will gravitate you because of your uh, authenticity. You're gonna make me emotional. I know I'm like getting you. really like teary a minute ago. Yeah. I had to like stave it off. I was like, let me let me do something like bite my tongue or something. So I don't cry. It's, <laughs> but well, like it's that chain reaction of effect. Mm-hmm. I think is something when people think or something like this, or they see like a gap ad, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, that's so cool. There's a teacher and his students, and he's doing these amazing things, and mm-hmm. it has an impact on them personally. Mm-hmm. But when you state it like you just did, how. It, yes, you guys got to do this really cool thing, but it was you guys getting to put your representation out there. It was the yes. students getting to see what mm-hmm. they can do and what's made possible. It was their parents Absolutely. getting to have a positive impact of that yes. as well. I think that's the piece people often miss is when you give people a chance to yes. showcase their abilities in yes. a way and showcase their messaging, mm-hmm. the chain effect that has and the positive impact that has mm-hmm. for those kids' future yes. is insane to me. And that I think is what like made me kind of want to cry mm-hmm. just now. And it's, and see, the thing is this also, one of my students was actually able to buy 
her mom a car. They didn't have a car. So uh, that hit me as well. Yeah. Yeah. And she was, she was not even my student. She was in fourth grade, and she was actually one of the students that I was like, I want to get as many kids as right. possible. Let me just go to fourth. Hey, let's, let, let, let me teach you this I'm handshake. Source, some let of me the teach students. you a quick, yeah. quick handshake. Catch on real quick. So when we go out here, you, you want to add like that we've been doing handshakes for years. That's hilarious. <laughs> so um, I wanted not only my fifth graders yeah. to be a part of this, but I also wanted to at least get a few fourth graders because I, I did not want to leave anyone out of this. So mm-hmm. I was able to also get um, a fourth grader and her sister as well. So they were able to buy their uh, mom a, a car as well. So um I heard about that, and, and that kind of just just, yeah. just just really touched me as well. You um, just ran into my next question with that, because I was going to say, what was yeah. some of the greatest lasting impact that mm-hmm. you've seen? since? I know it was just last year, mm-hmm. um, but fast-forwarding to now, yeah. I mean, th- that's a big one. For that's me, huge. I was like, that's yeah. in, like, an well, insane, amazing thing. Yes, uh, I, I think um, one of a, a, lasting, a lasting effect um, – GAP donated $10,000 to okay. my school awesome. and also 500 GAP uh, school uniforms as well, mm-hmm. uh, 500 GAP hoodies. Um, so aside from compensating me right. and uh, my students, they also went the extra mile to uh, ensure that uh, my school was taken uh, care of. So that was uh, something uh, that I that we are uh, forever uh, appreciative uh, yeah. for what they did as well. Um, and see, oftentimes I think that, you know, people from the outside looking in, you know, they see a cool gap ad. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but oftentimes we don't know those seeds that we plant in darkness and isolation. You know, um, there's so many things that teachers do mm-hmm. that get unnoticed. It's so much work uh, that we put in that that. You know, we're often undervalued when we're we're not paid paid enough, right? Oh, no, one hundred percent. Teachers, <laughs> teachers is the one profe- teaching is that one profession that helps to create all other professions, mm-hmm. the most noble profession in the world. So there's no doctors without teachers. There's no attorneys without teachers. Everything starts and begins with an educator, and we're often undervalued. So uh, it was just so mu- so much more that, you know, I do on a daily that many people didn't see. Yeah. So they just got a chance to see uh, just a glimpse, a glimpse yeah. right, yeah. of what can happen, you know, when we build uh, relationships daily. I love that, too, because, like you said, it's just a glimpse. It's that, like, minute and a half of your day. Yes. That, like, so if you can glean that much mm. from that, like, imagine – the impact of the entire school day. So much more, yes, um, so much I more. love that the campaign also highlighted um, representation yes. in classrooms. Yes. And so that's something that we've had conversations with our friends um, over at Man Up mm-hmm. in depth about, yes. but I'd love to hear your perspective on why it's so vital and impactful for the next generation yes, to have yes, representation. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, representation you know, is so important across the board. Like we need representation and every aspect like Mm -hmm. in every job representation is important Uh, I think oftentimes uh, for me uh, and not only for for me but for everyone like when you can see a representation like in the workplace whatever environment that you're in you gravitate more towards uh, that setting right Uh, just in school I remember my first day in the classroom setting I remember walking in and I remember those kids, those kids just get, being so excited, just 
yes, we got a young black male educator. Yes, yeah. yes. So it's like when I was growing up, I didn't have that mm-hmm. representation, mm-hmm. right? I didn't have teachers that looked like me, mm-hmm. right? And that probably played a part in me acting out. What if I had someone, right? A role that, model. A yeah. role model, yeah. someone that emulated like my morals and my values, someone mm-hmm. that, that I could relate to. It's no telling, you know, what I would have been able to do. So I think that when a kid can see a representation in others, it just helped them to to maximize their fullest potential in life because they realize, hey, I have someone now that I can relate to. Mm-hmm. Because you can be a great teacher, you can be a great leader, right? But if you don't understand the importance of representation, you're missing it. Yeah. You're missing it. Like diversity and inclusion is it's so important. And I think that that's why the, the Gap campaign uh, was so monumental because the world got a chance to see like the importance of of having that diversity and inclusion. And now you see Gap doing other things. Mm-hmm. They're bringing the diversity, more diversity, more more in- inclusion because they get it. They understand that not only is is this important. It sells. Yeah. It I know. Sells. I love we that, too. Honest. It's like, yeah, yes, not, not only is it like morally right, but right. it's like also. Come on. Yeah. If, if, if we're going to be transparent about it, it sells as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also it's important. We can't just sell it. We have to live it at the end of the day. Ooh. We have to live yes. it. Many companies, we sell that. But are we living that in our mm-hmm. everyday lives? Yeah imagine guys like if we understood this like how much love and human interaction you know that c- could be on display because we def we we genuinely have a love for all people mm-hmm. it's important i think that's the foundation of the success of any business of 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 anything understanding the importance of having that diversity i wholeheartedly agree and i think it also in talking toward the future children Mm -hmm. seeing people that have the same shared experiences of them or that look like them Mm -hmm. it makes them think further of what's possible for them and i feel like seeing you walk into a classroom has Mm -hmm. probably made countless kids be like hey Mm -hmm. maybe i want to be a teacher someday Mm -hmm. and the approach you've taken is an approach that i feel like they could mimic and copy for the betterment of our future as well so i think just that messaging toward the future is Mm -hmm. so important when we talk in terms of diversity and inclusion as well as well as the now like for the present and it is needed mm-hmm. desperately but thinking toward that horizon line it's just imagine what's possible absolutely because it's, it's more than just like hand the, the handshakes right the handshakes is, you know it's cute mm-hmm. right but at the end of the day it goes beyond absolutely it's showing kids the importance of making everyone feel welcome the importance of memorizing a person's name mm-hmm. on the first day of school you know you may not have have uh, seen this as well but i memorize all kids name on, on on the first day of school wow. yeah. i memorize my kids names and i also repeat the, the names back to every single child letting the kid know that hey i value you yeah, i see like, you i see you you mm-hmm. are seen you are heard and you are appreciated things and you're like named this. like i'm gonna name it and claim it like yes yes, yes. like yes so when we gosh. go into like work work uh spaces right it's important to learn names it's important mm-hmm. to to just spread that love and yeah. human interaction of 
fist pump, shake hands, or however you do it, right? But just to make people feel welcome. And I think that each kid can take that anywhere that they Absolutely. go. Hey, Mr. Jameson made me feel welcome. So, you know, I know how this made me mm-hmm. feel. So when I go out into life, I'm going to take that same approach towards people and letting people know that, hey, I see you. Yeah. It did so many, like for me watching it all and like reading up on all the stuff that you've done, like to me, it's so much, there's so many different lessons, like life lessons intertwined with what is Mm -hmm. like a simple, silly handshake. It's that unique creativity that Mm -hmm. everybody got to create their Mm -hmm. own. So then they got to express their creativity Mm -hmm. in a way that is maybe not always afforded to them. Again, Mm -hmm. they felt seen, they felt welcomed, they felt included, named. They, again, the memory piece, like all of it. So Mm -hmm. it hit on like all of the main, I mean, I'm not like a psychologist or whatever, but I feel like it hit on all the main receptors that like the brain heart with like need to fire Mm. and like create core memories and positive associations with not only you and their peers but with school and the classroom and I think what you've been saying like to piggyback off what you just said ATN what you just said is everything leading up to this is reminding us even as adults to Mm -hmm. take away to treat people as people yes people are not transactions absolutely people are not just relationships that you got to get through Mm -hmm. it is the person in front of you is a living breathing organism that has a life that has equally been impacted like yours Mm -hmm. so those interactions are important something as simple as a handshake could change a person's life Mm -hmm. in that moment and I think remembering that has been what's kind of been humbling for me this morning Mm -hmm. because we're in the business of working with tons of people we meet tons of new people coming through Memphis every day absolutely and it's like how many times a day do I actually stop myself and I'm like hey I need to treat this relationship with more care. Yes. And you said something that resonated with me. You said people are not transactions. Mm -hmm. And I think oftentimes we try to withdraw something we haven't deposited. So if you haven't deposited love, if you haven't deposited the deposit um, relationship, don't expect to withdraw it. Yeah. Right. So. The bank is closed. Yeah, you, the you, bank you, is, you gotta yes. make some you gotta make some deposits before you, you can deposits. withdraw. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So just imagine That's when we are depositing, right? When we do personalized greetings and when we remember nights, what are what are we depositing? And it's so simple. Yes. Like yes. it's simple little actions mm-hmm. that we all can take. But I'm convicted. Mm-hmm. I'm so bad at names, y'all. I'm yeah. so bad at it. I'm so bad. And now I'm like sitting here and I'm like, what have I like done to people by not remembering their name that's okay you know what i mean like but it is it's simple but again to the memory thing you you got to practice it you do and it's self-awareness yeah right it's like what we just talked about is like you're making me realize hey i need to take a step Mm -hmm. back and be like hey how am Mm -hmm. i treating how i approach my interpersonal relationships moving forward working and otherwise yes um so i think that's just guys if you're listening to this this morning we are getting deep um so something i wanted to kind of pivot us to because this transitions kind of into it flawlessly is being in education is not for the faint of heart Mm -hmm. staying in education is even harder so how you know do you advise those that are considering going into the classroom like what is something you say to encourage them Mm -hmm. to do so and this is something that i do on a 
regular, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, I'm passionate about Absolutely. Uh, bringing more people into education. But one of the things that um, I always let people know that if you're coming to education, it's very important to have passion, that passion for it. Uh, because oftentimes there may be days that you may want to walk away. Yep. It may be days where you just want to scream, right? Multiple but, days. <laughs> yes. But if you understand that what your why is. Yeah. If that why, fire is still yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why did I come into this profession? I am helping to inspire, helping to prepare the next generation of leaders. There are kids depending on me to get this job done. So um, just just keeping the main thing, the main thing, Ooh. and that's the kids. Mm-hmm. That's the kids. You know, there are politics that comes, you know, with it maybe, you know, that we, we, we all can relate to, right? But it's not about that. Uh, once we understand what the main thing is, that would be the focus. That yeah. should be the focus. And I think that's probably the main reason why I was very successful, you know, in this field. Uh, because I understand what the main thing is. When I come into classes every single day, or when I came into classes every single day, right, everything that I had going on personally, I left it at home. Mm. Everything. Because I realized that when I entered those doors, that there are kids there that looking up to me every single day. They are watching me. Uh, they are emulating me, right? Yeah, it's no longer just so, your day. Your exactly. day doesn't just belong to you anymore. Exactly. Ooh, that's yes, too. yes, yes, exactly. Very important. So by me understanding that these kids, they are watching me, it inspires me to make sure that I'm doing everything that I can and my ability, right, to not let these kids down. Because no one cares about the baby, I mean, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. No one cares about the labor pains. Mm-hmm. They just want to see the baby. Okay. They I just mean. want to see the baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the kids, they probably didn't understand anything that I had going on with my personal life. Mm-mm. These kids just wanted to see the results. These kids just wanted to, wanted to see daily how I can make an impact mm-hmm. on their lives. How you so, show up. And right. It's how it affected how they showed up. Yes, yes, yes. So just keeping the main thing the main thing. I think that's important. That is insanely yeah. important. And that's yeah. why part of what we do at New Memphis is we have work specifically focused around educator retention mm-hmm. um, because we know that teachers one to three years into their career are the highest flight risk mm-hmm. in the profession. Mm-hmm. And so on the flip side of that coin of like advice you would give people thinking of entering the profession what do you give and say to those who are thinking about fleeing mm. like how, what is the thing that it's, should retain them it's been a hard couple of years exactly. for everybody but for educators yes. in particular and so yes, yes. we're trying to keep those great ones in the classroom yes. so what, what would you say i would say this um because i'm i'm transparent i love that um and i remember before the gap campaign the year before that I contemplated, I, I contemplated leaving myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember speaking with my principal and I said, hey, man, I don't think I want to do it. You know, I don't. And I was like, yeah, man, it's, it's just a lot going on, you know, uh, personally. And I, and, and I don't I don't I don't have that that, that fire. Right. Yeah. But I had to um, just look back. I had to do some introspection and I had to choose 
I had to make a choice. And I said, you know what, this is a tough transition right now. Um, this was like right after COVID or right, like mm -hmm. just when we were coming right back into the classroom. Mm -hmm. It was just a lot going yeah. on, right? An understatement. And, right, exactly. <laughs> so so I understood that there were there were going to be many teachers that were not going to come back. Yeah. And, and I was almost one of those teachers that I almost didn't. Yeah. And I look back now saying, imagine what would have happened if I would have made a decision there would be no gap that would but i persevered so i would say to anyone listen listening now uh to persevere have that tenacity understand that this is only a season mm -hmm. and oftentimes your feelings lie oftentimes your feelings don't trust your feelings yeah. trust your faith don't trust your feelings trust your faith uh but also choose you mm -hmm. mental health is so important it's so important that we understand that at the end at the end of the day now this is where the transparency comes yeah. at the end of the day if you if you are so stressed out every day right and you are having to choose between your health mm -hmm. and your job you have to choose you absolutely i don't encourage anyone to walk away from a uh profession right but if you stress out and if you if you die the next week they're going to have somebody else in your position mm -hmm. the next week so you have to choose yourself first get self-care get counseling whatever is needed mm -hmm. to help you to uh, maximize your potential you have to choose you but while you're choosing you also understand that building that trust with those kids that within that that those kids are still depending on you at the same time but also choose you yeah choose you the, the faith um over the feelings thing is like that was like a lightning bolt straight to my heart mm -hmm. right now because mm -hmm. it is i mean sometimes your it's emotions hard. get the better of you and yeah. you're just like this is too much this yeah. is too much right now but you got to remember again remember your why mm -hmm. But keep yourself with, you know, you got to have some self-care. Because, again, just like you can't withdraw from a bank that's closed, right, you right. got You can't pour from an empty cup. Right. And you got you to gotta mm -hmm. take care of you to mm -hmm. be able to be that anchor for those kids. Yes, because what if you ran and just gave up yeah. any time things got tough? You know, what if every job you went to... Um, You're like, oops, I'm out. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. out, right? There's going to be... Um, there's going to be trying times testing times that's life that's mm -hmm. a part of life but do you do you always just walk away or do you pick up the the white towel and wipe your, your yep. sweat you get back out there in the ring and you and you fight and you keep going right because mm -hmm. that's what life is you have to as we go through the vicissitudes of life we have to understand that life has ups and downs mm -hmm. but we have to persevere especially when we understand that we have uh, the next generation of leaders to to uh, help Absolutely. prepare. I think what that is speaking to me so much about is being accountable mm -hmm. because there are seasons in life when you do need to leave. Absolutely. You do, like there yes. are some teachers yes. that are considering leaving mm -hmm. the classroom right now that probably do. It's yeah. time for them to go into another season of their life. Mm -hmm. But coming back to what you said, don't make that decision out of feeling. Yes. Do not make fleeing come from a feeling. Absolutely. Like let that feeling 
of initial whatever subside mm-hmm. and then make your decision from a more calm place. If you still want to go mm-hmm. flee, do it. That's your exactly. next step guided by whatever your mm-hmm. faith leads you to Absolutely. and however you believe. Mm-hmm. And if it's to stay at that yes. point, because sometimes we do make rash decisions we out do. of, I definitely have through my yes. life, I've made yes. decisions yes. out of emotional we places. All have. Mm-hmm. We all and have. I, sometimes in hindsight, I'm like, ooh, if I would have sat with mm-hmm. that just for like a solid 48 hours. Yeah. I might have chosen differently. Yes. So I think that's what you just said, like has held me kind yes. of accountable mm-hmm. for is because I, I lead with emotions a lot. Yeah. That is just who I am as a mm-hmm. person. I feel very strongly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes I'm like, okay, you need yeah. to sit for right. a minute right. before making that decision. Right. I've, I've, I've heard this before. Um, you should never make a permanent decision based on a temporary circumstance. Ooh. Don't yeah. make a permanent decision based on a temporary circumstance. I'm like, right? just at me next time, yeah. okay? <laughs> like, just, I feel like this is just like a, a look into my soul. It's like, let's just crack me open and feel all the feels today. Because things change. Yeah. And, and life gets better with time. Teaching gets better with time. I'm not the same teacher I was like my third, Absolutely. fourth year than I was my first year teaching. Like, it got better over time, right? Because I, I stayed. I didn't run, mm-hmm. right? And I remember any time I would get stressed out, like stressed out, my mentor would always say, David, get out that room. Get out that room. Get out that room. Get out that room. And that room, it was a representation of just being in a, a dark place too long. So he would often tell me, David, it's, it's, mm. it's going to get better. Get out that room. Yeah. So anytime, oh, like anytime, you know, you're talking to a person and, and, and they're stressing, hey, come out that room. Anytime you've been in the dark better. too long, yeah. forget I what the light looks yeah. like. Yeah. I mean, happiness is a choice. I will say that, mm-hmm. too. And that's something I had to come to learn again, mm-hmm. remind myself of in, during COVID and during, you know, all these anxiety, depressing days yeah, and yeah, whatever. Absolutely. But, you know, absolutely. my mom's the same way. She'll be like, get out of that room. She's yeah, like, you want to sit there in your fields? You can do it. Come on. But you can step visit. into the light. <laughs> right. It's okay to visit, but don't stay too long. Oh, Visit, again. but don't stay. Yeah. I got it. I love that so much. And so you've talked about all of these big things that have impacted you. And Mm -hmm. it's just so evident, you know, life is composed of all these little Mm -hmm. moments that lead to these big, big things. So Mm -hmm. I'm kind of curious during Mm -hmm. your career, obviously you've had the gap out and you've had these Mm -hmm. major things happen, but what is that one little moment that has just stuck with you Mm -hmm. and that you feel like you will always carry with you no matter where you go? Mm -hmm. I would say the one moment that has stuck with me the most, obviously the Gap ad, mm-hmm. but most importantly when I have students, several students that reach mm-hmm. back out to me via Instagram DM. Because <laughs> the world's a change. Yeah, just because you no longer have to write letters anymore. Like no. we have Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, and slide right into the DM. Exactly. And exactly. as we've noticed, that's the better way to get in touch with <laughs> yes. you. Yes. We've definitely done it yes. on the marketing side of yes. our work. You have to use it. But just the messages that I read from students that lets me know that my teaching didn't go in vain. It's full circle moment. Yes, and especially the kid that was like hard to reach, that kid reaching back out to me and say, Mr. Jameson, you know, I appreciate everything that you've done. Like you have helped to change my life forever. And I think that that, that's something that I would always take with me. That's something, you know, that will always stick with me Mm -hmm. because I understand understand clearly that there were days where I was unsure, right? Days where I was like, hey, I could have did this this way. You know, because you're always hard on yourself. Like, I could have did a better job at this. But just those kids, you know, seeing that, hey, 
you made a difference. That's something that I will always take with me. And I think that that's the most rewarding aspect of being an educator. When you get when you get those words of affirmations back from the kids that you poured into years mm-hmm. ago, just saying that those things stuck with them. Yeah, because it mattered. Yes, because that's the main that's the main goal, you know, to you know help to just inspire your kids to help pre- prepare kids to not only for a test but also lifelong lessons, right? From just me teaching kids how to tie ties and mm-hmm. that's what I mean too. You know, I mean that thing that. Uh, like old saying about teachers like I may not remember what you taught like what I learned in your class but I always remember the way you, you made, made me, me feel, feel. Yes. and that's what I feel like you've done such a great job at yes. well, I'm just, in my feels right now <laughs> I'm gonna cry I know just like seeing people and again yes. making them feel seen yes, yes. that's that, that's why we did words of affirmation every single day you know I you know we I'm strong I'm confident I'm happy I'm amazing I'm great I'm unique I'm special I'm gifted I'm love I'm lovable I'm I'm wonderful. I'm me. Like we we spoke these words every single day because I wanted to, to teach kids yeah. at a very young age, like the importance of just speaking those words over your life. So when life throw you curveballs, you can realize yeah, life will. That you, you can, can realize that you are you are important. You will get through this, and that's why I'm working on a book right now that's going to speak to kids more about Ooh. this. So uh, I so think talk to us about that. Yes, yes, yes. So I am working on a book. Well, I'm. I'm I'm actually almost finished with uh, the book, oh, right? Add um, an author to that resume. Yes, oh, no. yes, yes. So I won't go into details. I don't want anyone to my idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're taking that English degree. <laughs> yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm going to add that um, to my resume. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be monumental. And I'll, I'll be sure to stop back by when I get the book. You have to. You have to. to. Yes, yeah. like, absolutely. We're not, we're not going to allow anything else. So yes. any other fun things you have on the horizon besides the book? Or yes. I mean, that's a big one. If you were just absolutely. like, that's it, I would be like, great. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. I also do keynote um, mm-hmm. presentations. Um, so I would be in Richmond, Virginia soon um, for their uh, conference. I, I'll also be at the Arkansas uh, Department of Education Conference as well wow. at the um, Hot Springs Convention Center. Okay, So yeah. the, the, the following day, I would be in Marion, Arkansas, for another conference. Keeping you busy. Yeah. I know, right? Minnesota soon as well for, for a conference. So just um, also just inspiring educators just all across the world is, is my passion, you yeah. know, um, aside You're from. living it. Yes, yes, yes. Aside from being the uh, recruitment brand and digital content advisor for Memphis Shelby County Schools as well. Um, I also understand um, that my passion, you know, is to serve uh, educators in every aspect and not only educators, but also students as well. So I try to never, um, you know, forget that in any setting that I walk into, like what got me here, mm-hmm. you know. So that's something that my mentor uh, always, you know, remind me, right? right. No matter wh- where you go in life, Remember what got you here. Yeah, was it all come Rem- back? To exactly, you? and it and it will always stick with inspiring educators, inspiring students. Always thinking of something, how I can just help to just keep this momentum going, right? From the foundation, in the words, from the nonprofit. Like these are things that I am working on right now. The foundation, the the nonprofit, because I want the dope educator yeah. to live forever. So, what is your um? What is your hope for education, the state of education in the city of Memphis? Mm. One of the hopes is um, 
we would pay teachers what they deserve. <laughs> this right? is where we need our applause <laughs> button, y'all. Right? <laughs> Just like I said before, like, teaching is the one profession that helps to create all other professions. It's insane. So, yeah. So, it's like a, a teacher shouldn't have to choose uh, between you know, paying the bill and, you know, yeah. some, like teachers should be paid what they deserve. So I think that that's the main thing. Absolutely. Also just allowing teachers to just be them, just allow them to have that flexibility, that you know, freedom, yeah. that creative freedom um, in classrooms. Right. So um, I think that uh, that's important as well. So uh, I think the future of education, I think uh, it's headed down uh, the right path. Right. But hopefully, you know, we can make it better. Yeah, I like it. Yes. We definitely need to pay teachers more, guys. Yes. That's the main thing. Like yeah. whoever's listening that has some pull in that department. Yeah. yeah. Let's like, say it say it again for the people in the back. You have some <laughs> boots on the ground, people right here that are willing to do whatever we need to do to help yeah. it make it work. But yes. teachers are severely underpaid for the impact they have. Mm. Um, I think it's just it's ins- it will always be an insane thing to me. And I, we all have, you know, the research on like why that may be or what it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Pay teachers more at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Let's just find a way to pay them more. Yes, yes, yes. And and also uh, you know, I um I work for Memphis uh, Shelby County Absolutely, Schools, right? Yeah. And um, Superintendent Ray, uh, mm-hmm. I think he's he's doing a great job. He is, and yeah. Just you know, getting those teacher pay raises every single year. Mm-hmm. Every year that I talk, we got a raise, right? Okay, and yeah. so I I appreciate the work that, that you know he's doing with Memphis Shelby County Schools. Having someone in the corner, exactly. yeah, exactly. pushing, it's fighting for y'all. It's, yeah. it's so important to have you know their leader in that corner, like f- an advocate, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm grateful um, to serve where I am now. Um, yeah. Yes, for sure. So something I don't know that we actually talked on, which we promised people we would. The name, the dope educator. Mm. How did that become your moniker? Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> He's like, well, I am dope, and right, I'm an educator. Right. <laughs> no, <I'm> actually. <laughs> so you know what? Before I go deep into that, yeah. I want to share a funny story, right? So, yeah. All right. So I got a job offer last year to move to Dallas, Texas, to an amazing job, right? Um, to uh, not to leave education, but it was still going to be to, you know, to stay in the education field. Hmm? And I remember, well— First of all, I turned the job down. Okay. Obviously. As evidenced. <laughs> right. As evidenced by your presence we're, in our studio we're today. We're very happy that happened. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's it's funny. The funny part of it is this. I was on an interview, and the, the, the principal that was interviewing me saw the name The Dope Educator. He was like, um you should like rethink like your name on the, the, you know the headline says yeah. the dope educator that doesn't look good as a teacher to have the name the dope the educator dope. Yeah. <laughs> go on somewhere, so i had to break it down for yeah him. okay okay i was like okay so sir uh thank you thank you for thank you for your feedback thank you for your feedback you know um respectful but exactly, appreciate that exactly okay. okay but sir this is the name <laughs> that was given to me right yeah and that I chose. Mm-hmm. So I told him that DOPE is actually an acronym that stands for Determining Outstanding People of Excellence. And I had to remind him or let him know, well, inform him, right, mm-hmm. uh, that I'm nationally known as the DOPE educator. So uh, in education, kids would always say, Mr. Jameson, you're not just a teacher, you're DOPE. Like, you're, yeah. like it's something different about you. 
So uh, dope, it has a negative connotative meaning, right? Well, it has a negative denotative meaning. Let me flip that. Dope has a negative denotative meaning, but it has a positive connotative yeah. meaning. When mm-hmm. kids, when it's used in, in context, when kids say you're yeah. dope, that means that you are just above average. Absolutely. You yeah. have that, oh, you have something mm-hmm. different, right? You bring something different. If someone called me dope, I'd be like, yes, thank right. you so much. I feel right. so great. Because we understand <laughs> yes. what dope means, right? So it's a 21st century term, right? Absolutely. Dope means something positive. Mm-hmm. So. I had to kind of break it down for him and explain to him how I came up with this name. And then I had to just throw a little shot. I said, so you can also Google the Dope Educator and you can learn more about the Dope Educator. (laughs) (laughs) I love you can follow me at the Dope Educator. And see my thousands upon thousands of followers who know that dope means good. I had to throw, because at that point I knew that, hey, this wasn't. This not not anything I'm going to do. So now it's not an educational moment. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, um, but that's how, like I, beca- like I coined th- that phrase, the dope educator. Uh, the kids would always say, um, "Mr. Jameson, you're dope." Yeah. Mr. Jameson is like something different about you in so many ways. So I just took dope and I just said, mm-hmm. "Hey, the dope educator." And my second year teaching, I remember creating a T-shirt that said, "The dope educator," not knowing like this was something that would be monumental take off, mm-hmm. yeah. right so i remember doing an interview just i i call um my friend he was um a news reporter for a news station a great videographer i said hey i want to do like a i want to do like a documentary like a short doc- yeah. documentary about me in the classroom the dope educator like i'm the dope yeah. educator so i took it and just just ran with it it was mm-hmm. a gift given right. that you exactly. just like accepted wholeheartedly mm-hmm. yes yes so my second year we did a, a short clip just me just sharing about like my, a promo. my just <laughs> like a promo just sharing my passion about teaching and everything and it started getting like shares and views and just so many thousands thousands of views but i just simply wanted to inspire teachers letting teachers know that there's a difference between an educator and a dope and, a, and, a, and a dope educator but not only that but it's a difference between a teacher and an educator mm-hmm. it's a difference Ooh. because social media it teaches kids Yep. Their surroundings teaches them, right? But there is very little that actually prepares them. Mm-hmm. They can learn. We are all teachers, if you think about it. We're yeah. all teachers. We're not Someone all educators. Is, we're not all educators, right? Ooh. We're not all educators. So what, what are we educating them? Yeah. So the dope educators, when I say the dope educator, the term and outstanding people of essence, I'm speaking to educators at heart. Like, we are dope we are dope. We are changing the lives of people daily. And we have to move beyond just thinking about just we're, we're teachers because, hey, we are literally dope. We teaching teachers are the original influencers. Ooh, that is great. I'm like my marketing brain just blew yes. up right now. Like because that is a that is I've never thought of it in that context. We are like wise mm-hmm. way. But yes. you are. We are the original influencers. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. OK. If we're I could gonna, drop the mic. I know. I so we're, we, we are going to metaphorically drop the mic here. Um, thank you so much for being thank with you. us today. Um, and you can follow along with him at the Dope Educator. Yes. And learn all about his book and his keynote speakers, his commencement speaks, yeah. like anything like yes. that. He, um, he's available for hire, I believe, to be a keynote speaker. Yes, I am. And things like yes. that. So, uh, again, if you are looking for somebody to come inspire your teachers, 
he would be the one to call, I would think. <laughs> so um, thank you so much for thank being here you. with us today for Teacher That's Appreciation amazing. Week. We thank cannot you. think of a better way to inspire no. our teachers. We're awesome. all leaving a little more inspired this morning. Oh, you're too kind. <laughs> you're both. You're too kind. Thank you so much. This has been amazing. I have enjoyed this conversation. You, you're both amazing. And thank you for the thank work that you. you are doing daily as well. Thank, thank you, you so much. All right, guys, that was another incredible episode. I have been just taken aback this morning. Obviously, I said he attacked me personally in the best way. I mean, like, I feel like he he took us to church. Like, we laughed, we cried, we were moved, we wanted to hug, and, you know, it's just... And most importantly, check your spam folder, check your DMs. If I learned, if you learned, I learned tons from this episode, I mean, I learned, obviously. Yes. <laughs> but if you learned nothing more from this episode, those two things, come on. Guys, this was a wonderful episode. And it just kind of makes us sit back and think about the wonderful teachers that AT and I have both had in our lives, kind of. Um, AT, talk about that a little bit. Like, who is somebody that has really impacted your life? I mean, I have so many teachers, honestly. Yeah. Like. The weird thing is, is that I feel like everybody has those memories Mm -hmm. of teachers that were fantastic or were maybe less fantastic. But the fantastic ones really stick. Yeah. They they like level up, as we like to say around here. They really were dope, as he would say. (laughs) I mean, they are truly going above and beyond. They're not just teachers. They're educators, like he said. And. I have a handful from Miss Hargrove in third grade to Mr. Worley in fifth grade yeah. to Miss Harriman in sixth. I have a slew of high school teachers. Mm-hmm. I have a slew of college professors that, yeah. you know, helped foster my creativity in the journalism department um, down in Sanford University in mm-hmm. Birmingham, Alabama. So shout out to the JMC department there. And I mean, I. It just makes me smile to think yeah. of each of them individually. What about you? I know you've you've talked about some of your wonderful <laughs> teachers on yes. here, the ones that still send you birthday cards. Yes. Mrs. Hayes, she actually got national attention because she it's not just me. She sends every student she ever had a birthday card every year on their birthday, which is insane. I was at a tiny private school at the time, so it wasn't as monumental. It was before I transitioned to public school in the third grade. Um, so it wasn't – but she had a long teaching career. Say, like, it's a decades lot of, of students. I don't care if the class was only 20 people. Correct. Like, Over time, that multiplies – and so she still sends everyone a birthday card. She, she, it's really funny that we stick to the DMs thing because she instant messages me on Facebook every year to confirm that I still have the same address. I'm like, um, my mind goes immediately to the logistics of this. Yeah. And how she has kept up with all of her students. And she keeps up with my age, too, which is hard because you can't just do that by grade because I am a year younger than everyone else in my grade because I started, wow. like, I was right by the cutoff date. So she physically remembers those things i mean do you think she has like a massive spreadsheet she has to have a that, spreadsheet i, mean, I want to ask about the legit maybe we'll have we'll phone in miss hayes well you know we'll like phone a friend and yeah. it'll be miss hayes and we'll talk to her about her oh, and logistics. about her note that she sent me that we talked about on the episode with Essa. i mean because also like i'm also thinking about the money that yeah. in cards yeah that she's been i'm like I'm, I'm like she has to buy in bulk let's be smart about this <laughs> like miss hayes who put so much care into her students time miss knight in the fourth grade who miss overstreet who was my first teacher when I went to public school and kind of helped my transition there um 
Miss Brunt, who kind of really fostered my love of reading, and then Miss Carnes, who is the reason I can never say I'm done, because anytime you would say I'm done, she'd be like, are you a turkey? I don't think so. You're finished. And so that is why I have, like, that stuck. Like, there are so many teachers that had the smallest to the largest impact. Miss Dearman, of course, why can I forget that, who first told me I had um, skill in lettering and was a big reason why I decided to give so much time to art and why I have the career I have today. Like, I, I can't even fathom where I would be without the educators that impacted my life along the way. To your point, some have those lasting impacts where, like, oh, that's not such a great lasting impact. But... It's for the most part reminds you how influential those leaders are to the. I mean, I don't want to get too crazy, like with the future of America, but it is. It is. I mean, it is. I feel like if nothing else, that's what this episode really like brought home to me is just one the ripple effect. Like we've talked about with Mario Brown, like the possibility of people. We've talked about it with Esso. We've talked about it. We've talked about it so often on this radio show and podcast that I don't know why today it just like really seeped in I don't know if it's the way he said it all like about how you have to catch a fish before you can clean it and all that other stuff I just really it made me feel seen emotions were felt today I mean he also has amazing eye contact which is something (laughs) that you cannot tell via a radio show he has amazing like physical presence that does make you just feel very seen and very like listened to and appreciated no matter what you're saying even if it's silly and so I could only imagine the impact of all of his scholars over the years and then now that he's working from Memphis Shelby County Schools the impact that he is having to pull in the right direction for everybody not only for our Memphis scholars here but for the teachers for the students in the Mid-South area and then not even the Mid-South area he's traveling to places like Chicago Virginia like shining that light on literally everywhere and what I love about how he described how he got his moniker was also how the man in Texas was like wait that's that's negative you shouldn't do that and it reminds me of every time that Memphis goes anywhere and they're like grit grit is dirty grit is bad you shouldn't use that word to talk about your city and Memphis is like yeah no no. we're gonna keep it thanks we're gonna keep gritting and grinding over here thank you so which I feel like is also apropos for you know our wonderful Grizzlies. I just want to clap for the word usage on this podcast episode today. This was just wonderful. So I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for his um, English degree, which is going to come yeah. out and full force in his upcoming book, which yeah. we will make sure we are a stop on his media press tour, which I'm sure will be a hot <laughs> ticket to get, as our fearless leader says, to get on his dance card for, <laughs> for that media press tour for that book. But uh, Christy. What do we got? Yeah, some closing announcements, guys. As you have heard at the top of this episode to now, it is Teacher Appreciation Week. Honor the educators in our city. So the way we do that is we have daily giveaways on our Instagram channel at The New Memphis. Make sure you're following along with us. If you know an educator, make sure they're following along with us as well. We got some pretty big stuff headed. I'm not going to sneak peek it right now because you know what? You got to follow along. You got to follow along. And I don't want to ruin it. It's a surprise. Um, But if you follow, it won't be a surprise anymore. It's the at The New Memphis. But also tonight. Educators in Memphis. Tonight, we have a teacher's lounge in partnership with Chalkbeat. It is going to be amazing. Be there. Be square. It's 3 o'clock somewhere. Get yourself a beverage and hang out with other teachers and our friends over at Chalkbeat. It will be fantastic. Tonight, teacher's lounge. 
Yep. And guys, if you know an educator, if educators have impacted your life at any point, make sure you do something to recognize teachers and educators in our city this week. From the biggest thing to the smallest thing, you can even make a donation here to New Memphis to support our work in educator retention and educator engagement to help keep educators here in Memphis, in our city. We do not want the best educators to flee the classroom. We want to keep them not only in the classroom, but keep them here. In our city. Yes, in Memphis. An easy way you can do that is to donate to our work is at newmemphis.org or if you don't want to donate just do a small gesture for a teacher you know i mean absolutely um we would also be remiss if we did not thank our wonderful supporters of our educator retention work um there are so many but to name a few we have the cruise family foundation international paper foundation fleetwood foundation boyle investment silvamo memphis education fund baptist memorial Healthcare. J.W. Gibson and Kathy Buckman Gibson, Billy Pickens, Bill and Amy Rhodes, Jim Gilliland Jr., Webb Wilson, and I'm sure uh, more than a handful of wonderful other supporters and donors. All of you listening right now are about to come onto this list. So make that donation, support our educator work. You just heard of amazing people doing it. Join them. Why wouldn't you want to? I mean, I'm just, again, I'm just floored by all of the insights of flabbergasted floored from all the f's that he made that year and how he turned it into a fantastic career you know i love that in the morning at (laughs) you know we're here for it with all the puns um but we could not have asked for a better guest for teacher appreciation Mm -hmm. week than the dope educator and so really thank you thank you for listening thank you for caring enough about our teachers and our educators to want to support them in this way and guess what? It also doesn't have to be Teacher Appreciation Week for you to show the educators in your life some love. So keep that in mind as well. It also doesn't have to be Teacher Appreciation Week for you to donate to New Memphis. Keep that in mind as well. Appreciate us. Appreciate educators. Appreciate all the people in your life is the theme of today. And if you know a first, second, or third year teacher, uh, educator, sorry, excuse me, um, please nominate them for our STRIDE program. We are making sure that all of our educators, our early educators here in Memphis, feel loved, get to know our city, and retain them, as Christy said, not only to the classroom, but to our wonderful city. So you can learn more about our STRIDE program over at newmemphis.org. All right. I will see you next Tuesday, Memphis. Bye. Bye. This week's episode was made possible by our friends at Independent Bank. You can learn more about them at i-bankonline.com.